Hello, Mark Powell here, creator of The Last Broadcast, episode four of which we'll be bringing you soon. But this time around, we have a special bonus episode, introducing a new periodic podcast I'm calling Tales Told in Ten, the Flash Fiction Podcast. All the stories will be written in ten minutes with some polishing, and run no longer than ten minutes. The first story is called Servant of Time, and features sound effects and music in the public domain by Adobe Audition. Servant of Time. I hope you like it. Maybe what makes a gift a gift isn't the gift in and of itself, you know? Maybe what makes a gift a gift is the good you do with it, if you do. Which means anything could be a gift. Depends on you. Three kept coming up. So it seemed important. Three made me think of the Trinity. Not that I'm a believer. Not in God, anyway. But the idea of Trinity as an idea helped me make sense of it. What was happening to me recently. What would happen. What had happened. Three. Clarity in the confusion is what I'm saying. And I was so confused since it came. The gift. Or maybe a curse. Not sure which. Tell you what. You tell me which. At the end of this short story I'm telling you. Told you. Will tell you. Ah, fuck it. Gift curse which you decide <sighs> three o'clock when it would is when it does happen when i do it the plan three o'clock i didn't don't won't care what others say after what they thought what would think think about me and what i i did or, or would or am oh damn it I have such trouble keeping tenses straight when I talk now, in case you didn't, hadn't, don't notice. My new relationship with the future is to blame. Avoiding tenses altogether helps. Just use a noun as a question and answer it with another noun or an adjective. Sometimes work simplifies things. Anyway, what I planned to do was synonymous with what I would do was synonymous with what, if you kept this perspective going, I already had done. The perspective of fate, of destiny. Past, present, future were fixed. And so where one tense was used, all at the same time could be, right? That was my new relationship with time. Time and me, funky and weird. Since the gift, or curse, remember, you decide. Enough talking, or enough thinking. A plan? Do it. My new gun, in my book bag. Safety? On. 11th grader, school, me. Here to there, walk to school, my mission. Door handle, almost in hand. Have a good day! That's my mom's. From the kitchen, her and my little bro. Eaten, ate, will eat. Uh, them in the kitchen, grits and eggs. Me, no breakfast. Me, okay, you too. Under my breath, I love you. 
Why? Because I might not get another chance. Would I ever come home again after 3 p.m. after school? Crowley High School, where all the news people and microphones would surely be shortly after 3, making the school famous for 15 minutes, like I'd seen with so many other schools lately. So many others. Because of what kids were doing with what I had in my book bag. I hoped I'd come home again. See Mom again and my little brother again. Survive 3 p.m. But who knows? Because I did care what she thought and felt. And if I didn't come home after 3 p.m., her feelings awful because of me. My hope, not that. But my fate, my destiny, no choice, right? And so the gun, and so me on the way to school with the gun in my bag. No choice. Who to shoot? No clue. Someone. Could be anyone. Where? Knew that. Knew that. Had known that. There now. It came to me. More and more comes to me as 3 p.m. closes in. I'm there now. Outside where I know it's going to be now. Room number 111. Mr. Porter's AP history. History. Ironic. Why his class? These students? Why not, I guess. 2.59 and 50 seconds and 9. 8. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, open the door, run in, one, and it's Anthony Peters in a long trench coat, guns in his hand, standing, gun, shining under fluorescent ceiling lights, everything like slow motion. He turns to Michelle Brenner, sitting behind him. Just looking up, just seeing the gun, just about to scream when Anthony's just about to shoot when I beat him to the trigger pull and boom, he drops to the ground. It's over. At 3.01, Michelle Brenner survives. I survive. Everybody survives. Except Anthony Peters. Because of me. And my new gift, which I've begun to, which I now, which I called, ah, hell, my name for the gift, Future Sight, or my new curse. You tell me which. What have you, what do you, what say you, as I sit in an interrogation room of a police station, waiting for the detectives to come in and ask again, how I knew what Anthony planned and where I got my gun. And Anthony is in the morgue and won't be coming home to his mom again because of me. What do you say? Gift or curse? My answer? I cross myself. Not Father, Son, Holy Spirit, but in the name of the past and the present, 
and of the foreseeable future. Amen. The Trinity. Three things could be different, yet the same one thing, too. My mom crosses herself the Christian way when she drags me and my little brother to Mass every Sunday. She tries to make us do it, too. It's a sign, she said once when I protested, a sign of our identity as servants of God. That's what she said, servants of God. And there in the interrogation room, I crossed myself again then. As the detectives came back in the room, I crossed myself. I was given a gift, a gift to be a different kind of servant. A servant of time. Maybe what makes a gift a gift isn't the gift in and of itself, you know? Maybe what makes a gift a gift is the good you do with it, if you do. Which means anything, anything, could be a gift. Depends on you. Anthony's dead. I did that. But better him guilty of attempted murder than Michelle and others who were completely innocent, right? I helped innocent people. That was good. I used what I was given to do some good. I turned what I was given into a gift.